Cause I'm a stone cold country till the day I die All these girls around here wanna take a ride In my pickup truck, jack up real high Don't be upset, it's just a day in the life Of a hardcore man from the deep deep south Tattoos on my arm and tell you all about Where I come from, y'all sing along About living in a badass country song Back to the Lodge is brought to you by Icy Tech USA. It's the 7 o'clock hour here in West Tennessee. I'm Patrick. I'm Will. I'm Nick. And we are back to the Lodge. If you're tuning in, uh, we got a lot tonight. Everybody's been waiting for a special message from the one and only founder of the Legends of the Outdoors Hall of Fame, Gary Mason. Uh, Gary was here this week, this past week, and... Uh, as a lot of you know, there was the duck hunting regulation changes here and specifically more affecting West Tennessee with the blind draws and how all that worked. And uh, Gary had a very clear message that he wanted to express with everybody, and we are going to get into that here in a little bit. First of all, if you're watching us here on Facebook Live uh, at Back to the Lodge, give us a share, give us a shout, let people know you're tuning in to get the latest and greatest in the outdoor space, also helping with the mindsets in the outdoors. We'll have guests from the country music artist space, gold star parents, outdoor celebrities and alike, and some shenanigans, which is why we have Will. So. All the all the shenanigans. And then we have Nick. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, give us a follow also on Instagram at Back to the Lodge. You can also follow us on YouTube, which there's a lot of new content uploaded there, including our coverage from Shot Show, which is getting a lot of views. Yeah, surprisingly, one in particular. And you can also follow him on TikTok. And back to the lodge. <laughs> so, anyways, we also, today, created our Icy Tech yep. USA TikTok, which Nick is getting ready to upload the first video here in the next day or so. I am. Is that right? It's going to be... It's actually a process to the editing because <laughs> there's so much back and forth going. So it's yeah, time consuming. That's what makes it great. It is. That is what makes it great. Yeah, makes it's it, going to be a good one. What makes it greater is that I don't have to do anything with it <laughs> for that one. Yeah. So check it out. It's a busy week for the outdoors. Obviously, we're right kind of in between seasons. Everybody's getting ready for fishing season. Getting their boats ready, but also this weekend coming up starting Thursday, mm-hmm. the National Wildlife Turkey Federation show in Nashville starting Thursday through Sunday. We will be there now. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't plan to be, but uh, gentlemen, really nice gentleman, the director of public relations for NWTF reached mm-hmm. out and said, hey, you guys coming? I said, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to be at NWTF covering that. Um, not sure how much of it be live. This will be our first time covering that show. Mm-hmm. So we will get a feel for the internet and how all that works and upload what we can, but we'll have exclusive content available shortly thereafter. Just at like least, we did last time. At least it's close. Yes, like, it's a lot closer than right here in Nashville. I mean, not here in Nashville, but right up the road in Nashville. <laughs> that's and, just uh, a short hop, skip, and a jump. That's it. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, it it's always one of those places it's kind of – challenging to do interviews because all you hear are turkey calls and you know it's like hey tell me about your product and you hear you know it's like (laughs) okay i'm not i'm not a huge turkey hunter anymore i mean i was when we were kids but they're 
like from our property anyway, it seemed like turkeys just disappeared for a long time. It was long enough for you know us to get out of it and get out of get yeah. into everything else. But I mean, that's a good show. I mean, there's there's a lot of people, a lot of vendors, a lot of serious serious turkey hunters in outdoor space. It, people that are big in the outdoor space that, mm-hmm. that go, even if they're not. If turkey hunting's not their main thing, I mean, there's a ton of stuff that comes from that show. And it is a consumer show, so you can right. actually buy product on site. Right. And that's um, probably why it's as big as it is, because it's one of the few that kind of everybody's allowed to go to. Mm-hmm. But it's a good one. It'll be a good time. Gobble, right, gobble. Nick? Hey, what are we doing to Nick at this I show? Hope. I don't know. I'm oh, going to no. say gobble, gobble, no fewer than, you can put no. a counter up, no fewer no. than 500 times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to end every interview and greeting with... Or start it with gobble gobble. Just I maybe end it because if I start it, we may lose some interviews. We'll have to come up with some ideas before we leave. We got you, Nick. Don't worry. Yeah, I know you do. It's Nashville. I know Nashville. <sighs> I don't like that actually. Yes, what? You do. that you don't that that you know Nashville. Oh, and and I mean the concert Saturday. Is it Saturday? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, oddly enough, <laughs> you get to meet Jesse Keith. <laughs> the look on next face. <laughs> I forgot. Okay. Jesse and Brian will be there, booth 805, I think. So, 1 p.m. Saturday, you get to meet Okay. the son of your idol. Yeah. You can sing for him. He's already expecting it. Nah. <laughs> he has no idea what we got set up this weekend. Yeah. Anyways. So, anyways, if you're tuning in, you've been watching, um, you know, the the 2021-22 duck season. The regulation changes put out by TWRA had a lot of people riled up uh, over last year. Obviously, people didn't like the idea of how the new blind draw was going to work, cutting the seasons real short for some folks, and and a lot more work hauling in and hauling out decoys. But the bigger issue was how many blinds sat empty because of these changes. So, who really benefited? from the changes and curious to know what the commissioners are going to vote on this week at their meetings Thursday and Friday while the NWTF show is going on. So now do we come to a conclusion that the public is invited or not invited to that meeting? No, not invited. Um, primary, nothing changed in the federal framework. So right there it's, it's really more on dates and stuff, but there's supposed to be a summary of you know, I guess summary findings from the. Now that they've gotten all the surveys back oh. that they've that they've gotten back. So I mean, there won't. You mean the mandatory survey? Yeah, yeah, or no, the yeah the opportunistic survey, or you know whatever they're saying about having an opportunity now, to. I personally have not seen the survey because I didn't hunt this year. Neither did you for uh, duck. I didn't. I didn't get it. I didn't get a duck tag. But if you didn't, didn't complete the survey, mm-hmm. from what we were told, you will not be able to be entered into draw again. Well, it it's for the next season. For next year, right? Correct. But if you're one that doesn't do email or anything like that, and I don't, I don't want to spoil most of it, but yeah, it's it's an unnecessary amount, uh, or seemingly unnecessary amount of hurdles and more red tape and stuff. And uh, to be honest, I, th- I think Gary says it best for sure. But I'm gonna I'm gonna leave my commentary till after he talks. Yeah, because. Uh, we I'm not going to outdo him. We can get into that. But anyways, before we play Gary's message, which Gary is such a well-spoken guy when it comes oh, to this stuff. But we do want to thank our sponsors, Isotech USA and Grunt Style Foundation. Check them out uh, at Grunt Style. They're doing a lot of great things with the foundation. We're proud to have teamed up with them 
to support them in their cause. Tiffany and Will over there have been doing a great job. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not this Will, obviously. Yeah, the real Will, I guess. <laughs> Mr. Wisner and Tiff. Well, make sure I get her last name right because it's different on different forms. Orner. So Orner. Orner okay. Thing, yeah. So Tiffany Orner, Will Wisner. Doing great things. Yeah. So, anyways, on that note, um, we have a special message that was just recorded Friday uh, from Gary Mason. Gary is, you know, the true outdoorsman. He's been out there. He's been in the fishing circuit as a guide, came up from nothing. He is the founder of the Outdoors Hall of Fame called Legends of the Outdoors Hall of Fame based in Nashville. And now uh, Legends of the Outdoors TV that he's running. So, here you go. You've been waiting for it. Gary Mason with Legends of the Outdoors. Mason. I'm the CEO of the Legends of the Outdoors National Hall of Fame, Legends of the Outdoors TV, former executive director of Northwest Tennessee Tourism. But I come to you today to tell you a little bit about what's going on with TWRA and their annual blind drawing and the regulations that they set forth this past waterfowl season that in my opinion has hurt waterfowl hunting in our area. TWRA put rules and regulations out and made the normal annual blind drawings for on computer draw and held some of those blinds back and put them in a tier two blind situation, which meant that they couldn't be hopped and they couldn't be hunted by anyone if the blind card holder was not in the blind. In other words, if someone drew the blind, they couldn't be there. No one else could hunt those blinds. TWRA done all this and the commissioners voted on it in order to create opportunities for more waterfowl hunters across the state to utilize these duck blinds on the WMAs. Now I'm all for creating opportunities and I think that we all ought to try to work hard together to try to create opportunities for more waterfowl hunters to enjoy what we have here in Tennessee and particularly in Middle Tennessee and Northwest Tennessee. But under the guise of creating more opportunities, TWRA actually created less opportunities in my opinion when they formed these blinds in the tier, tier blinds and caused them not to be able to be hopped by other hunters. And what I mean by hopped Normally in a situation where blinds were empty, it was a first come, first come service to anyone that wanted to come and hop those blinds and hunt in them. Decoys was already there, put in place by hunters themselves. The blinds were already brushed and ready to go, also done by hunters uh, that drew the blinds. But in this case, TWRA had to, in some places, build blinds, and in other places, brush and maintain blinds. No decoys was there. So even a hunter, had they had the opportunity to hop those blinds and hunt them, they'd have to brought their own decoys and place them the day they were gonna hunt and remove them under the guidelines of the WMAs prior to leaving the scene of the hunt on the day they hunted. Unfortunately, a lot of those blinds across Tennessee set empty on a lot of really good days. Many people miss the opportunities to get to hunt in those blinds. Here's what I think needs to happen. Once again, this is my opinion and my opinion only. I think we need to get away from tier two blinds. We need to go back to all season long blinds on the WMAs. 
we need to fix it where those blinds can be hopped once again, which the season long blinds could be hopped and can still be hopped. But all blinds need to be able to be hopped. In other words, if the person that is the card holder is not there to hunt the blinds, then those blinds need to be available for other waterfowl hunters to come and hunt those blinds. TWRA in all is a good organization, but I feel like they've been misled by some of the higher ups and other organizations to the point of not creating good hunting opportunities and not creating good vibes between the license holders and our agency, but decreasing the opportunities for our hunters and especially for young hunters and local hunters that live near WMAs that would have took the opportunity to hop those blinds if they had had that opportunity or that chance. So once again, in my opinion, I think these blinds need to be hopped. I think tier two blinds need to be built for hunters, but let's create new WMAs or go to areas where there's no blinds in WMAs, but there's room to build blinds or to offer walk-in areas for waterfowl hunters that would like to go and try their luck in an area like that. I wanna talk about another part of TWRA's new rules and regulations, and that's their survey that they sent out after waterfowl season, after the regular waterfowl season, to supposedly all the waterfowl hunters that hunted wildlife management areas in the state of Tennessee. This survey is generated to help them understand how each of our, us waterfowl hunters did through the season on the WMAs and how much waterfowl that we actually took and how much money we spent while doing so. Uh, but the survey, the problem that I've got with the survey is that it's a mandatory survey. In other words, the survey says on line two and three that if you don't take this survey that you will not be able to be in the draw for WMA blind drawings to be held in the year of 22-23 season. So, as a license holder, a sportsman's license holder and a lifetime license holder now, that's going to ban me from ever drawing a blind if I don't complete their survey. Now, once again, I'm fine with surveys. I, don't, I didn't have any problem with doing their survey, but the problem that I've got is making it mandatory that everyone does their survey. It was sent to me in an email. What about the people that hunted that don't have email? What about the people that hunted that don't do text messaging or don't have the electronics capabilities of receiving those? Maybe someone else can fill it out for them, maybe they can't. Maybe they never get it. One thing I asked for was a receipt showing that I had filled it out and showing that they knew that I had filled it out. I got a response from one of the commissioners, which I'm tickled that he, call, he got a hold of me, but I still think that no survey from TWRA needs to be mandatory and needs to be forced upon the waterfowling public. We as hunters must work together with our agency, with TWRA, and we must work together with them to help make it better for future hunters and leaving a legacy for those that follow in our footsteps. But let's not take opportunities away from the existing hunters, no matter how close they live to WMA or whether they're clean across the state. Let's do create more opportunities for those hunters and let's enhance the waterfowl hunting in the state of Tennessee. Once again, this is just my opinion and I'm only one hunter, but I hope that you enjoyed hunting in West Tennessee and all of Tennessee this year. Hope to see you soon, one day in a duck blind on a WMA. God bless and good hunting.
and that was the message from Gary. Nick, was that your voice over at the end? Yeah. That, yeah. Sounded like me after talking. You know, Bill. if I had a paper towel roll, I could do it. Just give me a beefy. I, not, that sounds like a great cue yeah, to end the Give episode. me a beefy I'm, five layer, and I'm good. <laughs> but seriously, uh, Gary's message was well put. Uh, you know, the only way to get out there is to let people know. So please share this episode, especially with your hunting friends. Uh, share it on social media. Get the word out there because they want answers, and nobody's giving them the answers they want. Gary still has a lot of questions, as you heard. So, you know, we we want to know what's pushing this because obviously it didn't work. And, you know, the analytics, you know, they need to be posted. needs to be published. Absolutely. So we'll keep pushing up on that. Um, but anyways, we got a couple busy weeks. The coolers are moving. Yeah. <laughs> we got how many big coolers, Nick? Are you doing good? Have you been, have you been counting? No, I lost count. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, the coolers are flying off the shelf. We're stocked for the 2022 season here at Icy Tech USA, here at Icy Tech Studios. And then next week... Oh, no, I'll be back next week. No. Yes. Next yeah. Monday, I'm in studio. Okay, that's what I was going to say. When do you? And I should be back in time for the following <laughs> Monday. But right. Heath and I are heading down to Texas next week to go on my bucket list trip, the helicopter hog hunt. I have to take a 25-quart cooler because Heath needs a booster to get up into the bird. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. There it is. <laughs> we, we, we went almost 20 minutes, though, without... Just so you know, our good friend Heath called and said, hey, don't dog me on the show tonight. And I was like, did you say bust your balls? (laughs) So I put them on speaker just in time for everybody to hear bust your balls. So, anybody else? No, but um, (laughs) I I saw a comment that did did make me think about one other thing um, in regards to that, that voting this week. They are voting in officers for... The, the 2022-2023 season, uh, and that's big. Yeah, but um, the public's not there. No, but between now and <coughs> Thursday, um, you know, are the are the times to, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> really make yeah. uh, make your voices make your voices heard throughout the waterfowl community. Nick, um, if you could put that, uh, John Carrier's comment up, says 80% of the commissioners we have now need to be terminated and let us vote. New ones in, not appointed by that any so-called governor. Well, I agree. I think any of those commissioner positions should be voted on by us, uh, specifically hunters and fishermen that actually buy tags. So, Were that part of the survey and the survey not mandatory? That would have a... an incredible response. You would would get a higher response just... from from giving people the ability to even even make a nomination or make a mention yeah. um you know or make that kind of an a just a, a better process you know maybe 100% i mean i it couldn't hurt but no, nobody's benefiting monetarily maybe from they're that. just nobody's, being short sighted <laughs> maybe maybe wow, so. Wow, wow. maybe so but no it it is nobody wants to see the waterfowl industry especially here I mean, we're already losing a lot of a lot of folks in the outdoors anyway. Yep. You know, we we definitely don't need things like this chasing folks off as part of an experiment. You know, it's it's worked for a long time the way it was. You know, we talked about it. A lot of us grew up poor enough where were it not for blind hopping, 
none of us none of us would have duck hunted. Hell, the first time, whenever you talk to anybody about duck hunting, what's their first response? Well, I don't have the money to get into something like that. That is expensive. Well, it doesn't have to be. Well, here's my argument. Okay. <laughs> now, I heard from people within 2WRA mm-hmm. year plus ago that this push was to create more opportunities for resident hunters of East Tennessee. Sure. Here's my argument. And this is a sound argument. Mm-hmm. If you own the property that a river's flowing through, mm-hmm. you don't own the river. Mm-mm. You you could have a wet property line sure. that moves, but it doesn't give me a right to trespass on your property and go fish. Right. Okay, so where you choose to live, it chooses the game. We're not going to create more elk hunts in Colorado for residents in Maine. Well, no. No, I mean, you're right. And more more so than anything... They still had as much opportunity as anybody over here. Well, let's just go ahead and open up non-resident deer-only days. Right, and that's it where you, you could just go down the list of of, right. of shenanigans. and We can screw the pooch five right. ways from Friday. Right. Bottom line, if I have a big game license, I can hunt, and specific WMA permits, depending on where you are in the mm-hmm. state, if I get the wma permit i can go hunt a deer in east tennessee just like i can in west tennessee just like i can right. in middle tennessee why is it easier for me to go hunt out of state than it is for me to hunt migratory bird 20 30 minutes from my house mm-hmm. i mean that's well I, and, I, and it's like this too that's dumb the, the gaming commissions in every state have the same <clears> issue <throat> okay you open the tags based on last year's harvest numbers Mm-hmm. especially on restricted hunts. Well, who's to say everybody in Tennessee says, well, I'm going to go hunt Carroll County this year. Well, that's And we that's just go federal. ahead and eradicate the whitetail population. Right, but but it's even easier with duck because that's federal. Right. So, I, you know, the, the numbers don't change. You know, the the how, they, how the migration does and, and how many birds are coming and stuff like that, that changes. But when you've got... If if nothing else, that just opens more opportunity for for hunters in our state and other states. What what this really did is open opportunity for higher cost out of state non resident Tennessee yep. licensing, and that's you get the guy. You know it doesn't matter because they're going to have a guide or somebody come down, and that's fine. You know we we have a bunch of guides that are that are friends of ours, a bunch of people that have guided for years, and they're great. And everybody needs to do something. Everybody needs to. <clears throat> you know, make make their money and whatnot. And a lot of people don't know necessarily what they're doing, but to come in and have right. a real seasoned guide, you know, take you through real foot, for instance, is is unquestionable. I mean that needs to be that that needs to be a thing. But for somebody that lives ten minutes away not to be able to go jump in a blind that used to be a private blind, the way that those regulations rolled out, that is now a draw blind and may go unsad, just right. like you said. Now that blind is empty. I mean, if, if anything, 2020, 2021, 2022, if it's taught us anything, right. quit changing shit. <laughs> right. It just creates problems and division. Right. Like, we've had more things change in the last freaking two years right. than the last ten combined. I mean, it's getting out of control. Wait a minute. Uh, Justin said squashing blind hopping you know i was gonna say we should just open sasquatch tags and see how many of those sell that would actually be funny i'd buy one <laughs> just so you can say you had the permit right. 
John made another good point. I can't leave the house that week. You gotta. I don't. I don't know. You know, the blind draws. That was a. That was a thing. I mean, that was that was a yearly. I mean, that was an annual event. You got everybody got together. I mean, you you went to the blind draw. It was something mm-hmm. that people did. You know, and they do that in a lot of states. And with the computer and and this and that. And you know, the system wasn't perfect. It got abused, and and people took advantage of situations. And you know, I get that, but. If this was a push to stop all that, man, it's a reach. Talk about I don't I don't want to say a good sentiment gone bad, but I mean it absolutely just killed killed everybody's season. Yeah. If nothing else, it killed morale. You know, nobody wants to go if you're getting a blind for you know what thirty days. I agree. I mean it's it is an expense and it's it's a big expense to keep decoys up to keep. Uh, keep your weapons up. Keep everything up. Cooking for, everything. Your boat. Right. It's, it's, if it you just got adds up. thirty total days, and say you're just a weekend hunter anyway, you know you might get to hunt four to eight days, something like that, and then the rest of it is just empty. I don't. Know. That's well. Anyways, tune in next week. We're going to have new coverage. Yep. Of the 2022 NWTF. Yep. And special content. <laughs> We'll be available on backtolodge.com if you want to see what happens to Nick on Saturday. And you and you will. And you will. So, live uh, from West Tennessee, I'm Patrick. I'm Will. I'm Nick. And we are Back to Lodge. We'll see you next week. What's up, guys? Nick here from Back to the Lodge. Catch us every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central. And if you like the show, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us on. And hey, while you're at it, you can head on over to backtothelodge.com where you can find all access to exclusive content. And we've got a lot of stuff to talk about, so you don't want to miss it. So, until next time, we'll catch you when we head back to the lodge.